Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's holy word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Wednesday. It's February 8th. Being a Wednesday, we are in Fount of Heaven for our prayer today. One of my favorite church fathers provides the prayer today, Irenaeus of Lyons. Let us pray. I call upon you, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Israel. You are the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God who, through the abundance of your mercy, has shown us favor that we should know you. You are the one who has made heaven and earth, who rules over all. You are the only and the true God, above whom there is no other. Amen. All right. We are in Isaiah chapter 46 today. We will find that that gets us from verse 1 through verse 13. And therefore, it's a relatively short chapter compared to a lot of them that we've been doing. Hear the word of the Lord. Bell bows down, Nebo stoops. Their idols are on beasts and livestock. These things you carry are born as burdens on weary beasts. They stoop, they bow down together, they cannot save the burden, but themselves go into captivity. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb. Even to your old age I am he, and the gray hairs I will carry you. I have made, and I will bear, I will carry, and will save. To whom will you liken me and make me equal, and compare me, that we may be alike? Those who lavish gold from the purse and weigh out silver in the scales, hire a goldsmith, and he makes it into a god? Then they fall down and worship. They lift it to their shoulders. They carry it. They set it in its place, and it stands there. It cannot move from its place. If one cries to it, it does not answer or save him from his trouble. Remember this and stand firm. Recall it to mind, you transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will accomplish all my purpose." calling a bird of prey from the east, the man of my counsel from a far country. I have spoken, and I will bring it to pass. I have purposed, and I will do it. Listen to me, you stubborn of heart, you who are far from righteousness. I bring near my righteousness. It is not far off, and my salvation will not delay. I will put salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory. Honestly, passages like this are some of my absolute favorite in all of Scripture. I love it when God skewers idolatry. It's just, there's always a lot of fun language, isn't there? Uh, This imagery that, you know, here, your gods, the things that you are worshiping, are traveling on beasts of burden. They are, you know, being carried. They're not sustaining anything. They haven't created anything. You created them. They can't even save the beasts of burden or the burden. In fact, if you were to go into captivity, if you were captured, they would go with you. And so what does God say? We see this here, as I've highlighted in verses three and four. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been born by me from before your birth, carried from the womb, even to your old age, I am he. And to gray hairs I will carry you. I have made and I will bear. I will carry and I will save. Notice the difference here. The gods are being carried by these beasts, by these beasts of burden. But instead, God is carrying his people. And he he goes all the way to the beginning. He's saying to them, hey, 
to before you were born, when you were in your mother's womb, I was carrying you. And now as you have gray hairs, I am going to carry you. I've made you. I'm going to bury you. I'm going to carry you. I am the God that saves. I am the only one who can rescue. These idols cannot do this. And so we see here is that we come to the end of the chapter that God is calling out, telling them to listen. Like, I am speaking to you, he's saying. You need to listen. You're stubborn of heart. You're far from righteousness. But here's the truth. I am going to bring near my righteousness because it's not far off. And my salvation will not delay. God is going to bring it. He is going to rescue his people. It's not going to be the idols. It is not going to be other humans. It is going to be the one who has created them. And the significance here that we see is that this is for God's people. It is for Israel, his glory. He is doing something here. He is the one who carries them. He is the one who rescues. He is the one who saves And why does he do this? Because he is the one who has created them. Now, God created all the people, even their pagan neighbors. But the idea here is that God has spoken to his people. He has called them out. He has saved them to be his people. They are Israel, his glory. They are a particular people. And so he is going to save. He has created them and he will carry them. And this is an important reminder for us. We are not maybe subject to idolatry in the same way that other people are. I've I've mentioned this before as we've been in the book of Isaiah. We're not bowing down before a statue of gold, but we are always prone to create idols in our hearts, to make God out to be something that he is not. But we are being called continually by the word of God to come back to him because he has made us his particular people. He has set us apart. He has made us his glory that people that was rescued by the work of Jesus Christ for us. So may we continually direct our hearts towards him, the one who created them, the one who saved them, the one who carries us. May we be carried by him every day, that we may be his people to his glory. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Triune God, you're the one who's created us. You have known us from before we were carried in the wombs of our mothers. And we know that even in our old age, you are the one who carries us. Grant that we would listen to you and desire to be near to you in righteousness. For you are the God of our salvation, and we are the people in whom you glory. On this Wednesday, we lift up to you the missionaries that our congregation supports. We ask that you would bless them and that you would keep them and that you would embolden them to faithfully proclaim your gospel. And this month, we especially remember the ministry of Brian and Beth Bruxfort in Alaska. We pray that you would continue to bless the work of their hands as they serve you there. Strengthen them as they continue their labor for your kingdom. And as we begin another day, we ask that you would embolden us to proclaim your word. May we scatter this word with the trust that you will help it to land on fertile ground. And may we trust that you will bring your children to faith and bring them to trust in Christ alone for their salvation. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, that gets us through Isaiah chapter 46. We'll move on to chapter 47 on Friday. We will see you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. 
Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 